Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and... We are kicking off what I think is going to be a really cool and different weekly or bi-weekly series. I haven't decided yet and I'm going to help you guys or I'm going to let you guys help me decide. For those of you who are not on the free Primal Potential email list, and if you aren't, why not? It's free and it's fun. And if you're in the U.S., you can just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 to automatically join that list. I said an extra two in there, but it was like the word two, not the number two. So if you want to get on that and you're in the United States and you haven't yet, just text the word PRIMAL, P-R-I-M-A-L, to the number 44222. Or if you're not in the United States or you don't feel like texting, you can just go to primalpotential.com and drop in your name and email address right on the homepage. Anyways, If you're getting those weekly emails from me, I recently shared just a few days ago that I started taking yoga classes. And even here on the podcast in the past couple of episodes, I've shared about my thyroid health and some changes that I need to make to help control my stress and inflammation throughout my body. And yoga has been one of those changes. Now, You guys know I like to lift weights. I am not a yogi. I like intensity. (laughs) If you haven't guessed, I am a little bit of an intense person. And so yoga has never really appealed to me. But I knew that I needed a more restorative activity in my life. No, it's not my preference. So yoga is one of the changes that I am making. I don't like group exercise. One of the things I love about lifting weights and doing interval training, high intensity kind of stuff is that I can put my headphones on and never interact with anybody, which is really kind of great. But I knew I needed to make this change. So I've taken on a yoga challenge. Now, this doesn't, like, I just made it up myself. This isn't a challenge for you. I am doing this because I need to make some changes in my life. Remember that wanderer mind that's like, oh, so-and-so is doing such and such. I should do that. Nope, not what I'm saying here. Just sharing with you the challenge that I've created for myself based on my goals and my needs, and that is 45 yoga classes in 45 days. It's a mental challenge. It's a physical challenge. It's also a logistical challenge. And again, I'm not challenging you to do that. My journey is my journey, but I want to share with you what I'm learning as I go through this challenge. I'm doing it because I need to learn to slow down, to be more present, to breathe, to be more gentle with my body, with my mind, just in general. And as I set this goal for myself, 45 
90 minute hot yoga classes in 45 days, I kind of laughed at myself for bringing intensity <laughs> and competition to something that is not supposed to be like competitive and intense, right? Well, you know, and I was telling my girlfriend, Ella from over on air with Ella, I was telling her about it and she was like, um, Elizabeth, I think it's great that you're starting yoga, but like you do realize that you just made all like CrossFit intensity with your yoga. Yeah, I know. That's how my brain works. 45, 90 minute hot yoga classes in 45 days. Whatever. My point with this new series is that I have walked out of every single class so far feeling like I've learned something that will help me in another area of my life, something beyond the mat, beyond the yoga pose. And what I want to do is share those lessons with you because it's not like you have to go take yoga or you have to do this 45 and 40. Like, please don't, right? I don't want to set your goals for you. I really don't want that. I think that's the dieting mentality of like, oh, so-and-so is doing this and I should do it too. Please, let's not be like that. There's plenty of other people who encourage things like that. Like that's the leader follower model that drives me bananas because uh, I don't think it's sustainable or effective. I want you to set your goals based on what works for you, what you need, what's reasonable for your lifestyle. I won't take your goals. I don't think you should adopt mine as yours because we all have different needs. But I think that even if you never set foot in a yoga studio, there are some lessons that are really, really powerful that can be applied and help you with your food choices or help you with whatever fitness journey you're pursuing or help you just with your mindset in general or in your relationships, in your career, with your finances. Because while yes, yoga will have benefits for my body, for my circulation, for my inflammation and my stress response, I love finding parallels in things like yoga or business or finances that help me make better food choices or that help me stay motivated or help me manage my emotions. Because when we are better able to manage our emotions, when we are better able to manage our thoughts instead of allowing our thoughts to manage us, every single aspect of life gets easier. So we get better. I started this yoga challenge for myself on Tuesday, September 13th, and that was after a red-eye flight overnight on Monday night. Meh, maybe not the best idea, but you know, whatever. I started on Tuesday, September 13th, and I'm recording this on Sunday, September 18th. So I've taken five classes in five days. Today, Sunday, will be my sixth class in six days. And I want to share with you the lessons I've learned in my first week and how I think we can all myself included, apply them to life, to health, to fat loss, to food choices. So let's start with the first one. Stay on your mat. At my first class, the instructor shared with the new people, because I wasn't the only one, that the only goal of the first class is to stay on your mat. Don't quit. Don't leave. Now, this is hot yoga, okay? And it's 90 minutes. So it's 105 degrees in this room and you're moving your body in weird and new and challenging and uncomfortable ways in front of strangers, right? But the only goal is just don't quit, don't leave, don't leave for some cool air, just stay. It's okay to rest, it's okay to sit down or lay down, just stay on your mat. You are not weak 
if you want to quit. It's not a sign that you're a failure, that you should never come back. It's not even bad if you just don't feel like doing it. But that feeling doesn't mean you need to leave. That desire to walk away from whatever you're trying to do, it's just a desire. You don't have to respond. You don't have to react. Just stay. How true is this in life and in fat loss and in trying to improve your food choices? Sometimes you want to walk away. Understand that it's okay to slow down. It's okay to sit down. It's okay to catch your breath, to not feel like you can intensely pursue this goal today. That's okay. But don't leave. Don't drift. Don't let go of your goals just because you're having a day where you don't feel like doing the work or it's not comfortable or it's not easy. You can always rest, but don't walk away. Don't leave the pursuit. Stay on your mat. You will have times when you want to quit, but that doesn't mean that desire to give up does not mean you should justify ice cream or chips or cookies or alcohol. Just stay there. Just rest. Take a breath. You're on a journey. You won't always feel like charging forward. That doesn't mean you need to retreat. Don't leave, just wait. My fat loss fast track clients, especially the veteran ones, which means they've been through at least one 12-week cycle with me before, they often experience this and are floored by it when we do things like challenges on not reacting to temptation. They find that if they don't react, the urge goes away. They don't have to sit and battle with it forever and have will of steel. No, it dissipates. You don't always have to respond. You can just sit with it. If you will be patient and remind yourself that you don't have to respond to every temptation, to every desire, if you will just remind yourself that sometimes the best decision is no decision at all, those desires, those temptations, those urges, they pass. Stay on your mat. The maximum benefit comes at your depth. So in Bikram yoga, which is what I've decided to do, and there's lots of different kinds of yoga, and I'm not here to advocate for any one of them. I just picked the one that was closest to where I live. So in Bikram yoga, there are 26 poses, and we hold each pose two times. So we go at each pose two times. And as we moved into a particular pose or posture for the second time, the instructor quietly said, keep going, the maximum benefit comes at your depth. The maximum benefit comes at your depth. See, she didn't want us to stop when it got uncomfortable. She didn't want us to reach a point of tension and then be done. She didn't want us to feel the discomfort, and there's a lot of discomfort, and not go past it. The maximum benefit, the greatest growth, the fastest improvement comes when you go as far as you can. And if she hadn't said that, that the maximum benefit comes at your depth, I wouldn't have looked for my depth in that pose. I would have just done what I felt like I could and then held it steady and that's it. But the fact that she said it, it sent me looking for my depth in that posture. This cue from her, the maximum benefit comes at your depth. It sent me looking for my depth, for how far I could go, for how deep I could take it. It sent me looking for my limit, for my best. How often do we 
stop at the point of discomfort in life. We do what we're comfortable with, and then as soon as we get to that point where it's kind of tough, we give up, we give in. But that's not where we improve. That's not how things get easier. That's not the path to transformation. Think about the times in your life when you've grown the most, learned the most, or excelled the most, achieved something major. It probably took going beyond your comfort zone, going beyond what was easy. So when it comes to the choices that you make, whether it's a choice when you're facing temptation or a choice in a workout about the effort that you bring or in a relationship in your career with your finances, where is your depth? Are you going there? Are you bringing your best effort? Where's your limit? Do you know? How far can you take it? The maximum benefit will come at your depth. That's where you improve. That's where you grow. That's when things begin to get easier, when you make those strides that change everything. Pressure is the beginning of the posture. Pressure is the beginning of the posture, not the end of the posture. This one resonated so deeply with me, pun intended, I guess. It's pretty similar to the last one, but it's so vivid. Pressure is the beginning of of the posture. So I was standing there waiting for the instructor to declare change so that I could release this challenging pose and see you hold it, usually struggling, certainly for me because I'm brand new to this, and then you can release it when you hear that word change. But instead of change, she said, the pressure is the beginning of the posture. She was saying that to say pressure is the beginning of the posture, it's not the end of the posture. She meant that instead of looking to release or let go as soon as it gets uncomfortable, consider that the beginning. Your effort begins, your training begins, your work begins, the posture begins at the point of pressure. That's where it begins, not where it ends. It reminds me of a thing I shared recently with you guys about Muhammad Ali. And when he was asked how many sit-ups he had done in his training, this one training session, he said, I don't know, I didn't start counting until it began to hurt. That's when his workout began. It's not when his workout ended. And this isn't an argument for doing push-ups or sit-ups or anything else past the pain. I think it has far more broad applications to life, to the pursuit of our goals, to our food choices. Think about it. When we feel that pressure, when it gets hard, that's usually when we stop trying. When the temptation gets intense, we relent. When we're tired, we give in. How about deciding that the pressure is the beginning of your work, not the end of your work? That temptation you're facing is the beginning of your work, not the end. That emotion that you're struggling through is the beginning of your work, not the end. The desire for wine is the beginning of your effort, not the end. The challenging situation you're working through is the beginning. It's where you start. It's not the end of your effort. Stop trying to manage the room. So somebody came into class a few minutes late and the instructor, the instructor acknowledged her and said, there's space up front, just one minute. Just letting her know that as soon as we released the pose, the posture we were in, she would help her get situated up front, right? 
A few seconds later, and my eyes were not on this woman who had just come in. A few seconds later, the instructor said to the, the lady who had come in, stop trying to manage the room. Drop your mat and breathe. We were at the beginning of the class and we were doing some breathing exercises. And I don't think the woman really knew what she meant. She was just sort of standing there like scanning the room. So the instructor said it again. Seriously, stop trying to manage the room. That's my job, not yours. Drop your mat, start breathing. I'll get you settled in a minute. This woman was in her head like most of us would be. She was thinking about where she would go and if people would have to move and if there was a place she could go where nobody would have to move and how she could disrupt the fewest people. But while she did that, she was missing the posture. She was leaving a potential benefit she could have had on the floor because she was managing the room. And I loved that instruction. Stop managing the room. And it doesn't have to be a physical room. I know I do this so often. I try to manage other people and I spend a lot of my time thinking about what other people will do and when and where and how it's going to work and the logistics of stuff that has nothing to do with me. It's not my problem. I'm trying to manage things that I shouldn't be trying to manage. And I'm a natural leader. So at things like family events, I'm thinking, do we have enough chairs? Where will people sit? Is there parking for everybody? I'm managing in my head everybody and everything. And while I do that, I'm missing stuff, a lot of stuff. And I'm not running my own race. I'm trying to figure out everybody else's. We do this at home. We do this at work. We do this when it's none of our business. I'll be sitting in traffic, right? And I'll see that somebody up ahead is blocking an intersection when the light turns red. They aren't blocking me. I'm half a dozen cars behind. But I start thinking and worrying about the people who now can't cross the intersection. And I'm worried about the poor guy stuck in the middle because I know he must be stressed out and he can't go anywhere. What? Stop managing the room. I find myself doing this a lot. And so this cue, stop managing the room, is going to remind me to just be present and do what I need to do. Not worry about what's behind me, what I need to do next, what's coming forward, right? Or what anybody else is doing or should be doing. Stop managing the room. I'm really excited about these lessons I'm learning through this particular challenge I've taken on and I'm excited to share them with you because I think they have such far-reaching implications into our food choices, into our mindset, and our mindset precedes the choices that we make. So many parallels between life, fat loss, relationships, finances, and I'm really excited to continue to learn them and apply them in my own life and to share them with you. So we will wrap up with what I ate yesterday. And as I talked about uh, in the last couple episodes related to my thyroid, you'll notice that the what I ate yesterday segment might look a little bit different. And that's intentional because of the immune issues and the thyroid issues that I am determined to eliminate from my life. And I've taken a comprehensive food allergy test because when your immune system is compromised, you develop sensitivities to foods that you were never sensitive to before. So until those results come in, and it's going to be several weeks, I'm trying to proactively cut out a lot of potential allergens. And so that means cutting out a lot, like cutting out whey, dairy, eggs, nuts, seeds. I wasn't eating processed foods or gluten or oats or wheat or rice or anything like that before, but I've really even further limited. Um, so it will look a little bit different and understand that this is a pursuit of improving my health. It's not a fat loss thing per se. Um, so that's why it might look a little bit different. Yesterday morning, I had a hypoallergenic protein shake made from pea protein, which is uh, not as 
allergenic as say whey protein. Uh, then I had an entire thing of celery. I love celery and I had it with <laughs> like literally I bought the bag of organic celery and I cut off the tops and the ends and I ate the whole thing uh, with some primal kitchen chipotle mayo. Then I had, before yoga, I had some bone broth that I got at the farmer's market. I had that along with some chicken and some veggies. Bone broth is a big part of me trying to help heal my gut. And then dinner was spaghetti squash topped with guacamole, really weird combination, and some sausage. Yes, very weird combination, but honestly, I was so hungry and it was amazing. And that's all that matters. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will have more similar ones coming. If you have questions, do not hesitate to let me know. I am always here to support and encourage you along your journey. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Are you ready? To move beyond listening and learning and really change your life, really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks, I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall.